Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. In fact, one person, now one person, I dealt with them 45 minutes. One person, 45 minutes, but I got them healed. They went away healed. That's the only person I ministered to that night. Amen. You can't physically stand up, you see, to a lot of it. You have to. And so if you could some way or another, which, which is no way you could, and so therefore we just have to minister generally as the Lord would guide us and direct us. But anyway. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue this series, The Gifts and Callings of God by Kenneth E. Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan's classic message. Now, I noticed this then through the years, that I had great success ministering to people with ruptures, hernias, growths, gorder, or tumors. Now, there was a healing revival on here in America from 19... And 47 through 1958, there was what we call Voice of Healing. Brother Lindsay was, Gordon Lindsay was editor of the magazine, and all of we healing evangelists except Brother Roberts was in that Voice of Healing to begin with, and for several years. And we'd have a Voice of Healing convention every year over Thanksgiving period. 1954, we were in Philadelphia in the old Met. And then we have three services a day, morning, afternoon, and night. And between services, we ministers would fellowship together and compare notes. And we, I, I noticed something. Now, one particular minister had great success with folks who were deaf. Nearly anybody that had anything wrong with the ears, he ministered, got healed. Now, two years prior to that time, I'd heard Brother F.F. F. Bosworth say, I was in his meeting. I heard him say, he wrote the book, you know, Christ the Healer. We use it. Brother Bosworth said, I don't know why. I can't tell you. That set me to studying. Took me two or three years to find the answer, but I found it. But he said, if anybody has any, anything wrong with your ears, you're deaf or dumb, have anything wrong with your ears, any hearing problem, even if you've had an eardrum removed, don't even have an eardrum. I want you to come down here. Nineteen people came. There's about two or 3,000 present, but 19 came. All 19 of them were healed just like that. He said, I thought, well, we ought to know why. I found out why he was gifted. Along. That's his gift. Amen. Now, we were talking here at the Voice Healing Convention, and here one minister said, nearly anybody and everybody I lay hands on that has anything wrong with the ears are healed, deaf or dumb, whatever. Well, another minister, one of our voice healing men spoke up and said, you know, I've never had a deaf or dumb person heal, but if anybody's got anything wrong with their eyes, blind or whatever, majority of the time they always get healed when I laid hands on. See, that's because he was gifted along that line. As they said that, then I thought about it. I went back and checked my own record. One thing is I found out this, that I was getting more people healed with cancer than all the rest of them put together. That is, if they had a tumor. You know, different kinds of cancer. It was a tumor. Then all the rest of the ministers put together. Because, you see, I was gifted along that line. Well, I didn't go tell people that. I don't want to attract attention unto myself. 
But right, right on the other hand, Peter said, such as I have, give I thee. Now, I left my last church in February of 1949. I preached my farewell sermon the first Sunday of February of 1949 and started a meeting the next Sunday, second Sunday, 1949. So I'd been out on the field for a solid year. January, January of 1950. Actually, I got it right here. January the 19th, 1950. Well, that was the 12th month. I was holding a meeting in East Texas, Henderson, Texas. And I was ministering to the sick one night by the laying on of hands. And one of the ladies of the church, an older lady, actually 67 years old, Sunday school teacher, she kept up. I'd take them one by one, minister to them. Smaller meeting, you can do that. You have time to do so. And if I could do that today, I'd get from 70 to 90% of the people healed. But, you see, I don't have that kind of time. With a larger crowd, only there a few nights. You understand, I'd run a meeting three, four, five, six, seven, eight weeks. In fact, one person, now one person, I dealt with them 45 minutes. One person, 45 minutes. But I got them healed. They went away healed. That's the only person I ministered to that night. Amen. You can't physically stand up, you see, to a lot of it. You have to. And so if you could some way or another, which, which is no way you could. And so therefore we just have to minister generally as the Lord would guide us and direct us. But anyway, this lady stepped up in place. And I laid hands on her. And the word of the Lord came unto me. Now she's a Sunday school teacher in the full gospel church. The word of the Lord came unto me saying, Thou hast no part nor lot in this matter, for your heart's not right in the sight of God. Man, I hated to say that out. You know, I bit my tongue to keep him saying it. The anointing was was upon me strongly. But I tell you, just it, the anointing lifted from me like a bird sitting on your shoulder and flew away. I went ahead and finished the line. We got out to the postage next door, and the pastor said to me, Brother Hagin, you missed God, didn't you? I said, what? He said, that particular lady or woman. He said, the anointing left you. He said, God never used me along the line. But see, there's just one Holy Ghost. He knew. I said, yeah, I did. I miss God. He said, what did you get? I said, well, I heard these words. Thou hast no partner lot in this matter, for your heart's not right with God. And I said, I didn't give the rest of it, but it had... This woman was the supervisor. Actually, she's the main person in a nursing home right across the street from the church. I said, had something to do with drugs. He said to me, Brother Hagin, I've gotten up because I sensed something not right. Morning after morning, went over to the church, and, and I walk up and down in the basement praying. I got the same thing. Well, I said, I, I'm, I'm just sorry. I, I, I missed it. Well, they, he and his wife went on to bed. I sat there and read the paper. And then I got up. My bedroom just off of the living room. I got up from the living room and went in and got ready and lay down to go to bed. And when I lay down, my heart stood a beat and it just sort of quiver like. And I began to tell the Lord, you know, next time I'll obey you. I mean, I mean I'll do what you said too. And I got no better fast. 
And so I went, I got up and, and called the pastor and said, my brother and sister, P.J. Paramore. And I called them and said, you'll have to come and help me. So they came. And so we, we began to pray. And death. Now, I've been dead twice, so I know. Death fastened his final throes upon me. And I opened my mouth, and I was going to say to Brother Paramore, I'll leave a word for my wife and a word for my two children. And when I did, the Holy Ghost came upon me. I began to prophesy. And I prophesied for 40 minutes. And in that prophecy... The Lord brought me about Peter, said, Now, Peter and John were not attracting attention to themselves. That's the reason I didn't say some of these things. I didn't want to attract attention to myself. I want to attract attention to the Lord, of course. He said to me, Peter and John did not want to attract attention to themselves, and they didn't. They're really attracting attention to what they have from the Lord, such as I have give I thee. Such as I have. They wanted to arouse his expectancy to receive something from them. And the Lord said to me, you, you build such a strange wordology around faith until folks many times, you know, it's difficult to get, get out. He said, if you can just tell them to do this, if they'll just do no more than just expect, just expect, just expect. Amen. Now, all the time he said that, I mean, I'm in the spirit. And, and then he said, now, get your pen and paper or pencil and paper and write this down. So I wrote it down. Just as he dictated, I wrote it down. I've never read this before publicly. January the 19th, 1950. I promise God, hallelujah, that I'll do what he has called me to do. I'm talking about gifts and calling. I'll tell the people what he told me to tell them. I'll tell them that he said, I've given thee a gift of healing and sent thee to minister to the sick. Amen. I will obey him to the best of my ability. And according to the power and the Spirit of God, signed, I signed my name. Now the Lord said to me, put sign down there and have Brother Paramore sign it. I, there it is. And then on the backside, again, Sister Paramore, Mrs. P.J. Paramore. Now he said, have them to feel your heart. Now like I said, just like a bowl of jelly. Then sign that. They signed it. Fill your heart again and it'll beat perfectly. They did it and that my heart beat perfect. Glory to God. Glory to God. Well, we are all human, aren't we? It's easy to miss it. Now, in 19, now see that's January of 1950. 19th day of January, 1950. So, the first Saturday of September... I was in a tent meeting in Rockwall, Texas. And again, the Lord appeared to me in a vision. And the whole vision is an hour and a half long, so I couldn't tell you all of it. Take too long. But he said to me, I separated you from your mother's womb. I called you. We're talking about the gifts and calling. I called you before you were born. I separated you from... Your mother's womb. Satan tried to destroy your life before you were born and many times since then. But my angels have watched over you and cared for you into this present hour. When you left your last church, at that time you entered in to the first phase of the ministry that I have for you. 
Well, I argued with the Lord about that. I said, Lord, I've been, when I left my last church, I'd been in the ministry for 15 years. Now, 12 years of progress, so was pastoral. The other was on the field holding meeting. You mean I just then, just when I left my last church in 49, just then got into the first phase of the ministry you had for me? He said, that's right. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Call now to get this month's special offer, the Destiny Package, featuring the books, I Cannot Be Defeated and I Will Not Quit, and How to Fulfill Your Divine Destiny, both by Ken Hagan. Plus, The Gifts and Callings of God, three CDs by Kenneth E. Hagan. All three resources for just $34.95. Call now, 1-888-FAITH-99. Don't delay. Get this powerful destiny package today. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. You can watch the Rhema Praise video, their podcast there. The radio is there on a podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, all kinds of these uh, Rhema Praise archive programs services. Are, are archived. Our mm-hmm. church services are archived there. You can so, watch us on Roku. Yeah, or you can join yeah. us live. On the internet, every Sunday at 10 a.m., 7 p.m., on Sunday night at 7 p.m. on Wednesday night. You can get these. Just go to rhema.org slash media. That's right. And they're all everything everything about us. Want to watch Rhema events anytime, anywhere? Then download the Rhema app on your iPhone or iPad device. Also, check us out on ROKU. Get details online at rhema.org today. Make plans to join us next week at this same time and station for more of this series by Kenneth E. Hagan. That's next week here on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.